0: I need to know all of your secrets like so many secrets I need to know everything right here right now that's why I called you because I'm like I know I know she's got some stories she's not told me
1: (laughs) I don't know I'm an open book I think I've told you everything but I will try I will dig deep into my psyche
0: I I need you to dig deep so on today's on today's today's episode it's it's a it's a 10th episode it's a yeah, it's a tenth episode, so we're yeah. we're doing an interview. Um, and t- on today's episode, we have Becky from Homespun Haints. Hey, hi. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna
1: like plug in real quick your your podcast, or you wanna do it at the end? Or? Sure, that would be great. Yeah, it's called Homespun Haints and I'm Becky. And for you know, you just said that. So what? <laughs> What you didn't say was, what the hell it's about. It's a show where we talk to people who have seen ghosts, and it's every episode is its own individual interview, firsthand experiences only, personal experiences, and it has to be real, no made up fiction. And it's our our intention is to the scare scare the shit out of our audience, but apparently we're really funny too, so we have a good time.
2: Yeah, yeah so it's just bonus, scary yeah, and funny. Scary and funny. That's, what, that's that's it. Yeah, it happened that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did, did you did you mean to be serious or like? Yeah, we we really just wanted to be like scary, and apparently the fact that we were so nonchalant about these ghosts that we were talking about, we're like, oh yeah, that just happened, and you know, the child just saw something in the corner, and that's just normal, and that kind of like freaked people out in a weird way that made them laugh uncomfortably and then we just went with it
2: so (laughs) (laughs) i approve
0: (laughs) that's yeah that could be a little interesting for a lot of people because you meet someone who like doesn't even like even fuck with the like paranormal realm and then it's like oh yeah like i went to this haunted house and i had a crawler come at me and they're just like what What you what are you talking about (laughs) yep no
1: Mm -mm. you know that happens like uh, that's a tuesday yeah, you Tuesday didn't crawling. see a black
0: shadow walk down your hallway. You didn't have, you know, a milk bottle slip in your bedroom. Like that doesn't happen to you, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just a regular Tuesday. Once yeah. again, just right. a Tuesday. So, yes, I've I've been well, featured over on uh, Homespun Hates, so you should definitely check it out. They they are great. I love them. Uh, we're gonna get your co host Diana on here next.
1: Ooh. ooh. Because she's also got stories, so we're gonna have her on. Here she next. does, she does. Yeah, I want to plug that episode. By the way, it's called "Ghosts Are Aholes." It's <laughs> we would have called it "Ghosts Are Assholes," but I didn't want to like risk that. So it's called "Ghosts Are A-Holes. It's Katie's episode uh, where she talks all about the asshole ghost that she has had to deal with multiple times, and boy, they're assholes. And yep. if you like listening to Katie and Zoe, you will really enjoy this episode. So go check it out. That was fun. That was a good episode. (laughs) It was. It was. Good shit. Good shit.
0: If I um, ever come across another, like, ghost, if I ever haunt my house again, I'll I'll be sure to let you know. I mean, we're working on it.
2: There's some stuff in the works to see if we can haunt our house again. (laughs) You know, Zoe, I like the way you think. Thank you, right? (laughs) It's just more content. That's literally all it is. It really is. It is. Listen, listen. I already,
0: I already told the new lady that I accidentally haunted the old house, and she was like, "I will break up with you if you do that shit again." And I was like, "Damn it!
2: Oh no! What?
1: Okay. I yeah. don't know if I, I don't know if how I feel about your this, your new lady." <laughs> I
2: was about to say. I mean, I guess we gotta go to her house with the Ouija board, see what happens. If she we'll gets just... haunted first, then it's not you getting your, her haunted, right? Right. Yeah. Right. See, it'll be fine. Everything's fine. There you go. Yeah, it's fine. We can, yeah. see, we can have. See, we can find a work around
0: to this. We can yeah, find a legal loophole this. in this. Yeah.
1: There was this one time when I um, ran into the. It, I did. I wanted to do some like weird witchy ritual shit in my house, but um, I wasn't sure where to do it in such a way that I wouldn't burn down the house. Now I have implements, but I had just. <laughs> um, I just had a seance the night before, so in not in my house, but elsewhere, and so I ran oh, okay. into. I was like, I'll just do this in the shower, and so I'm like in the shower burning shit. Oh no,
2: that's the worst <laughs> place, bro. Like you're naked and there's a ghost.
1: <laughs> that's the worst. No, I wasn't naked. I was oh, okay. No, no, no just no, no. in the shower. Oh so my god, it <laughs> just, just no. I was just it was like it was like a big walk-in shower. Okay, <laughs> that's different. No i was definitely like wow she's ballsy going in the shower and be like i'm gonna summon something Wow. i was not summoning anything i was just i don't know burning some intentions or something Whew.
2: all
1: right well the point of the story Yeah, i'm
2: so sorry for derailing everything <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> and my husband came in my husband comes in like um maybe 20 minutes later and he smells the smoke and he's like what the fuck were you doing <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, nothing. And he's like, what? what What were you burning? And I'm like, nothing. He's like, did you bring a ghost home? He thought I was like purging. He thought I was in there saging the shower. <laughs> he's like, you didn't bring anything home, did you? And I was like, no. <laughs> it was just a full moon ritual I found on Instagram so, that I wanted to you know. do. Oh, my God. In the shower. So I went and burned down the house. <laughs>
0: <sighs> oh my god! not in the
1: dude uh not <laughs> goodness
0: <laughs> uh i i honestly thought that you had just gotten in the shower you're like i'm just gonna do this while taking thank a shower you. i was like thank wow, you that's uh, what i thought she's really productive she likes to multitask <laughs> i get it it's all right i'm down oh god no you know, see, i'm that a mom i'm busy me. you just gotta you're a mom <laughs> sometimes you gotta get your piece and sometimes you gotta do things in the
2: shower because you can't get away from your kids.
1: I gotta summon demons while I'm showering. It's the
2: only way well, to get everything done. <laughs> Mega multitasking is the ultimate multitask. I, don't, I tell you, that's oh, gonna be. Oh, a, I should
1: start a blog about that.
2: Yeah, this is about be a title of the episode.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> summon demons while in the shower. A new ritual. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So. Um, We're getting back on track. All right. So let's, let's, um, we're just, we're just um, shooting from the hip right now. Um, Let's, let's go back. Let's, uh, let's dig up some memories. (laughs) Dig up. um, Somebody, somebody was digging. I don't know if that's the earliest like ghost encounter you had. So let's, so let's go back in the days. Oh, damn. Okay. So let's go back. Uh, Tell me, tell me your first experience. And was it like the one that made you believe or realize, oh shit, ghosts are real?
1: I never did. I never did not believe ghosts were real okay. because okay. I, I grew up in East Tennessee and it was just accepted. There's always a ghost, and uh, my parents. <laughs> and every time I started to say, "Oh, maybe there's no such thing as a ghost," my mom would like counteract it and be like, "Oh, there is." Because I, I remember once um we we built a house from scratch when I was uh, a teenager, or like I think well. I'm going to show my age here. It was 89 when we started building this house from scratch.
2: Oh, rock on. Yeah, I'm I'm an
1: old lady. So we, uh, and my mom was like, Becky, what if the new house is haunted? I'm 10, by the way. What if the new house is haunted? And I'm like, no, mom, that can't be. It's built from scratch. Nobody's died in it. And she's like, but what if we accidentally built? built it on top of a hidden cemetery. You are know, like that kind of shit, right? My mom was always doing that shit to me. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, my parents used to tell me, like, you know, if you take too long when you're taking a shit on the toilet, the toilet monster is going to come <gasps> up from, we were on a septic tank, we weren't on a sewer, because that's how backwoods hick we were, it was going to come up from the septic tank and grab your ass and pull you down, and Stop. then you have to, like, Holy shit, my mom told the me that same forever. fucking
2: thing, dude. Oh really? No, no. Yeah, yeah, really. Who? We had a septic tank what? too, and my mom oh my would God. fucking tell me that, man. <laughs> why am awesome. the
0: only one? <laughs> why are your parents oh, telling toilet. you this? <laughs> this yes, is horrifying, evil
1: bastards,
2: no, <laughs> dude. My, no, my brother would sit on the toilet for a fucking hour. That's why she started like telling oh, us that story, man. Out.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, I was terrified. I would take the quickest shits.
2: <laughs> yes. People are like, how are you in out so fast? I'm like,
1: ah, you, know, you know, just hovering your... ass. Oh, and then yes. airplane toilets are the worst because you can like, oh, feel yeah. that flow and you're like, oh, it could be. It could be that thing that was in that Twilight Zone episode with William Shatner come up through that that toilet and grab your ass and suck you out. Awful, uh, no thanks. Nope. Katie looks horrified.
2: What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Have you really never heard <laughs> of okay, that? Okay, so anyway... <laughs> oh no. my god i'm glad i'm so, zoe
1: i feel so vindicated i thought i was the only one i'm so glad that no, I'm not i the never only talked one
2: about was... it because i was like i feel like nobody else will ever have this same experience so i'm just not gonna talk about it <laughs> that's
0: awesome i'm i'm so glad you two are bonding that. over the fact of like having awful you're gonna get pulled into the toilet for taking yeah. too long of a shit story
1: yeah, yeah, we're gonna like you suffocate in the fumes of the septic tank.
2: Yeah, literally the way to go because because you'd like you'd float on the top because you know but you'd still you'd suffocate so here we are all
1: that methane yeah mm-hmm. yes yeah. It's, it's not a pleasant way to go
2: okay God, no. <laughs>
0: all right <let's... laughs>
1: so anyway my first actual ghost experience um, <laughs> I say all that to say that like when I started seeing ghosts it was like that was just part of life I guess um, so my I think my very first like real real distinct memory when I was when I was four and I may have talked about this with you guys when I had the um, the imaginary friend who would <gasps> so he was uh, he called himself Hay a weird name I think it may have been short for Hayden and he would climb up the birch tree that was outside my window second story window he would climb in through the window and he would then pace around my room and just like rant and rave about random shit um he was always angry he was maybe in his early 20s he had like this really gross blonde hair in a ponytail that was kind of like moldy on the ends and um and he would just walk around my bed and pace and yell and scream and sometimes he didn't seem to notice i was there sometimes he did and i would tell my parents about it and they were like oh how cute you have an imaginary friend
2: <laughs> that's not cute that imaginary so friend is like oh you have like a a kid your age not a 20 year old with moldy right? hair mm.
1: right thank you yeah i i think you know i've asked my parents about it since and they're like oh we don't remember or all we know is that you used to wake up screaming in the middle of the night <laughs> screaming his name and telling him to leave
2: uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great imaginary friend. Uh huh. 1000%. Yeah, uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but they would always like smile when they asked me about it. Hey, how's your friend? And I'm like, Goddamn asshole. Showed <laughs> up again last night. Oh. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. You you said it cl-
0: he climbed up the tree and into your window, right?
1: Uh-huh. Like,
0: yeah. so was your w- window open?
1: Window? No.
2: I, I was about to say, I don't think it would matter if the window was open or mm-hmm. closed if it was a little spirity boy.
1: So it was, it was very odd. He definitely felt the need that he had to climb the tree, but the window didn't impede him. But once he got in, he could affect things. So the very last time I ever saw him, I got really angry at him. Um, he had actually been in a pleasant mood for like once. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I mean, everyone was telling me this is my friend. So I was four. and well, actually probably went on for a year. So I was maybe five at this point like everyone's telling me this is my friend so i guess i need to be nice to him that will fuck you up uh, anyway and so <laughs> i'm i'm t- like okay i'm going to um, i'm going to be nice to him and he was finally being nice to me and we had like a little bit of a talk and then i said something and it just set him off i mean if you've you know i'm sure in life i have dealt with individuals like this now <laughs> it's an adult but something just set him off and he went off and like flew at me and started screaming and like calling me names. And I had had it at that point. And I said, get out of here. I never want to see you again. You're not my friend. And he got really angry at me and he like flew at the window and he got tangled up in my curtains while he was trying to, yeah, trying to get out and he's like ripping at the curtains and stuff. He ripped the hem out of the curtains and then he made it out the window and I never saw him again, but Two days later, or it was either the next day or two days. Um, this was almost 40 years ago. My mom takes the curtains down because she notices they look off. And she's like trying to iron them. And she's like, what the hell happened to your curtains? They're all ripped up. And I tried to tell her. I was like, hey, did it. Hey, did I'm I mean, like, I couldn't reach. I was four years old. How am I going to reach up to the curtains? And and she's just like, uh, stop telling me lies, Becky. Like,
2: <laughs> Yeah, of course he did it. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh-huh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No thanks. How is a four-year-old
1: um, going to rip the hem out of her curtains? I was oh my I was not God. one of those kids.
2: I was. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So that was the first encounter. I saw a few things in my house, in that same house. Um, my sister saw some strange creatures outside her window in the room next to mine. And I was once in the hall. I was looking out the hallway and I saw like a willowy figure <laughs> with glowing red eyes i remember that walking down the hallway but just it just was like there and then it wasn't I only saw that once um in general though I didn't see too much for the next i don't know 10 years we did move into that house that my mom tried to convince me was haunted <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, awesome we, we we moved out we moved into a new one and my Mother, now, she always was seeing things this whole time. We would be driving into town or something. And my This was a small town in Tennessee. Everybody knows everybody. So we'd be driving to town, and she would say, Oh, look at that strange woman on the side of the road. I've never seen her before. And there'd be nobody there. So she was seeing things that weren't there but we would just kind of be like oh yeah if we tell mom no one's there she'll freak out and crash the car so we'll just keep our mouths shut (laughs) sister and
2: i um so
0: so question did you you say mm -hmm. your mom saw shit did you ever you and your mom and your mom and you and your sister ever see anything of the same
1: oh yeah yeah
0: (sighs) i'll get to that Okay.
1: Okay. Ooh, that's like that's probably my biggest story. Yeah. Um. I for I forgot. I did used to see children all the time when I was a kid. Um. That nobody else seemed to know who they were or where they came from. Um. Like just playing on the hillside. Yeah. (laughs) Like random hillside. Just
0: outside. Like just. Just outside. Did Did you ever ask them where their parents were? Like, where Where are your parents? Like, what are you? I was like five, six. There's Uh, like kids you play with them.
2: It
1: was about did a you sad. wait, but did you go play with them, yeah, play with them, and then they wouldn't be there again,
2: okay, like now, ever. the most important question is, did they play the hoop and stick game, or was it like ball?
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was one set of children that seemed to be really knowledgeable about local herbs and like plants and things, like most kids don't know that stuff and and then there was also this place that um my mom would drop me off sometimes to run errands. Uh, there was this this elderly lady who would watch kids. And I was kind of under the impression that she was always watching a ton of kids because she would drop off my sister and myself, and then there would be these kids in the backyard. It was like a closed-in, like, it was like a wall, a stone wall around the backyard. And I realized that, like, sometimes she'd call us in for a snack, and the other kids we were playing with didn't come in. and nobody seemed to know that they were there except my sister and i and i asked my mom about it years later and she's like oh no like that she was she was elderly she really couldn't have handled more than you and your sister at the same time it was really just you i'm like well who was the girl in the dirty pink dress and who was the boy that was always getting in trouble in the back so oh my
0: god Uh, that's cool like like how many like 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 just like just just just
1: the two okay two Two kids, yeah, it was a boy and a girl, and I remember the girl's pink dress, and she just kind of sat in the same place all the time. And wanted to play like a board game.
2: Huh, that's kind of wild.
0: That's that's fucked up, but that's that's yeah. pretty that's pretty well, cool I actually. Mean, did like being
1: a did kid playing with her? other kids? Yeah, my sister saw them too. My sister would my sister's younger than me. Okay, so the two of us would play with them, and my sister, you know, was was seeing things and um yeah in her room, um but she said they just always kind of hovered outside the window like. They never came inside. Uh, She was also on the second floor. My father, of course, believed none of this, and so we all kind of would talk about it in hushed voices. And my mom would not really like; she kind of gives in to whatever he says. As a boomer, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, My so um, there were just a couple things that happened in that house that we built. Um, The one that stands out the most was once well. I I had my own bedroom and I would practice my violin in the bedroom and when I was playing just in that bedroom, I would always hear my mother calling my name and, you know, I'd be playing and hear, Becky, Becky, like yelling and I would stop playing and I'd run out the door, what? And I'd be the only one home and I'd go back and play my violin again, Becky, Becky, come down here. This started happening so many times that after several months of this, I just started ignoring it every time I heard my name being screamed, to, except there were like times when my mom actually was calling me, and it sounded exactly the same, and then she would yeah. like be banging on the door like, why didn't you answer me? And I'm like, because you're always calling me with these phantom voices when I'm practicing. I didn't think you were actually here this time. So there was that, and then there was also this time when I was um, on the floor of my bedroom studying. And my backpack was um, on the other end of the floor, and it just, like like it was being pulled, it just lifted up and dragged itself all the way across the floor about four feet toward me. So I don't know what that's all about.
2: They were trying to help yeah. you get your stuff, I guess. I, guess. I, guess. I, I was
1: I was, like, frustrated. I mean, I was also a teenager. I was all angsty. I ran down. I was like, no, oh, there's a ghost in my room. And she's like, oh, Becky, ghosts aren't in your room. <laughs> even though you, she was probably like yeah there probably was she just didn't <laughs> want to tell me
0: do do, do you feel like um uh, these instances as a child um uh, because i know you said that being friends with somebody you didn't like want to be do you feel like having this stuff happen to you as a kid has kind of affected you in any which way as an adult
1: oh yeah absolutely <laughs> it's a uh, really um I, i've had to like relearn how to trust my intuition because i had a lot like i'd have this shit happen and people would be like oh that's that's cute or you didn't really see that or that's not happening and like you get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm just not gonna talk about it, or maybe it's all in my head. And um and especially, you know, like when you're told that somebody gross and vile is like like, oh that's that's a cute little story you're making up. It just it affects the way that you deal with situations when you encounter gross and vile people as an adult, I think. So Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's like really invalidating, and it it's also causes you to like gaslight yourself. Like, is this actually happening?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So even though like my mom was kind of like open to like like ghosts were just there. Yeah, they're definitely there. It was like, oh yeah, ghosts are there. You are just not the one seeing them, Becky. I don't know if that makes any sense. That was kind of the attitude that was going on. I think it was also partly because like. Even though they, like my mom saw things and she strongly believed things were there, but maybe she couldn't have dealt with it if her own daughter was dealing with it. So it was just easier for her to just write it off. Yeah. It's not really happening, if that makes sense. Probably because she did believe so strongly that it could.
0: I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's so- it's okay. Uh, okay, well, Ma- we're, we're not going to validate you here and we
1: definitely want to know all your stories and... Okay. Yes. Well, don't worry. Like, mom, mom and I have, like, completely – like, she's even come on my show now, so oh. it's all good. Oh, uh, okay, all good okay. Now. okay. Yeah. So, yeah, actually, when we were living in that house, she started having this experience where she was seeing this, like, orb that would show up. Um, so, this house, it was built on the side of a mountain, so the back where her bedroom was was three stories up. And um, she was seeing this, like, like flashing light outside her window every night at the exact same time, like 3.42 a.m. or something weird like that. On the third floor, like right outside the window. And and also behind the house, it's like on the side of a mountain, three stories up, in the woods, and nothing is back there. Like we could see five states from that back. Like there was nothing back there. Like no civilization, no nothing. And so this happened enough that like, you know, if you – set your alarm for the same time every day. And then you start waking up like a few seconds before the alarm goes off. So that happened. And she woke up one night right before the alarm went off or right before she woke up at the, like right a, f- a few seconds before it actually happened. And she was like, Oh, I'm awake. And she got up and she looked out the window as this thing came. And it was, she said it was like this huge giant glowing ball of light that was maybe two feet in diameter And it just zoomed, like didn't even move normally. It just like zoomed right there and stopped in front of the window and like just filled the room with light, the same light that had been waking her up for every night for the past few weeks. And then she saw it and it went away. It like just hovered there for a few minutes and went zoom and she never saw it again after she had actually gotten a chance to see it up close. She has no explanation for it. That's huge. That's two two feet in diameter. That's huge. Aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like right outside the window. <laughs> two, three stories up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, aliens. A really, really big orb. Who knows? There was... Yeah. There was something in that house, though. Like, I always felt like I was being watched from the hallway in my bedroom. No, is um, that the same house?
2: That That's the one that y'all built, right?
1: Yeah, so this is not the same house where I had the, the moldy-haired uh, imaginary friend. So, then... I moved to Chicago. Um, I get, I get the fuck out of Dodge. I moved to Chicago. My parents actually moved to Atlanta, and um, which is just a coincidence that I'm here now. I just moved here, but they had already been here. So they moved here because Dad got a job with Coke, and they move into this house. And my dad finds this house like he just like. Came down here, and bought a house, and we all like get in there with our moving truck. We're like, we've never seen this house before, <laughs> and it's awful. It's like this ugly blue house. It was built in the seventies, and you know, you just like we're just moving into a house the dad bought. It was really, really weird, but I was only going to live there for three months because then I was going away to Chicago to college. There's something in this house. Um, my mom and my sister called it the kitchen ghost. There was. A few things I'm trying to remember. I mean, that was a big transitional time for me, but I do remember once watching a knife on the countertop of the kitchen, just move on its own. Like again, kind of like that, um, that thing that happened with my backpack. There was an instant um, kind of like your milk cup jug experience, Katie, where um, shortly after they had moved in, they had a bunch of like boxes and still, like not packed or not unpacked. And my mom came down in the middle of the night. I mean, she says in the middle, it was probably like first thing in the morning, like five or six in the morning, like dawn, she comes downstairs and there was this stupidest thing. It was this Winnie the Pooh mug that had been like a freebie in a McDonald's like, like thing. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and they had kept it all these years, but they had lost it. They hadn't seen it since we had lived in like two houses back And I guess the packers had found it and packed it up and everything, but they hadn't seen it for years. And it was sitting completely unpacked, completely unbroken. It was actually glass, like just in the middle of the floor of the kitchen, just like there, right in the middle. Like, hello, (laughs) look what I found for you.
0: (laughs) I don't want it. Take it back, please. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And then I came home one night. I, I went away to college. I came home. I think this is about, I think this is my sophomore year of college. I didn't come home very often. I would, like, work. I I didn't. I I just love Chicago. I wanted to stay there all the time. But I came home one holiday, and I brought my boyfriend at the time, boyfriend at the time, with me. And we, my parents, of course, made us sleep in separate bedrooms because they're good southern people. So my boyfriend was sleeping in my sister's bedroom, and I was sleeping in mine. And it's late at night. Everyone's in bed. Dark, well, as dark as it can get in Atlanta. And I'm lying in bed and I hear footsteps down the hallway. And I'm like, okay, cool. He's going to sneak into the room, right? And I see him come and stand in the doorway. I could just see the outline, like a black shadow. And I'm like, hey, hey. He just stands there. And like, like, suddenly just went completely still. And I'm like, hey, come on. I'm in here. It's okay. I'm awake doesn't do it and i started getting freaked out i was like hey you're scaring me you're really scaring me like stop it come on in it just stands there so i leap out of bed run over and flip on the light and there is nobody there
2: stop just
1: complete oh
2: yeah that's that's the kind of spooky movie bullshit i'm here for <laughs> oh
1: and, of course, I've, the next day I asked him, like, I pulled him aside. I was like, hey, did you try to sneak into my room last night? It wasn't that late. It was, like, 11 or midnight. He's like, no, man. I don't know, like a flight and everything. I was passed out at nine 30. I was like, you didn't even get up to pee or anything? Like, I heard footsteps. I saw someone standing in the doorway. He's like, no, it wasn't me. I went to bed and didn't get up.
2: <laughs> nope. <Mm-mm.
1: laughs> Disgusting. Uh, but- <laughs> The real zinger, though. The real zinger. The one, like every single one of these things. I was like, yeah, you know, maybe it's in my head. Maybe, you know, it's like vibrations or whatever. But I love the stories where it's validated. And I, I've had, I have told, I will say, give the caveat. I've told this story in a few other shows and on our own show, but it's a good one. So strap in. Gimme. <laughs> it's the art gallery story. So, I,
0: my... I don't think I've heard it.
1: Okay, good. So. When I graduated from business school, I was really sick of being a graphic designer. I'm still sick of being a graphic designer, but still I am 20 years down the road, still a graphic designer. So I was like, I want to do something else with my life. I've got an art degree and a business degree. What can I do? I'm going to open an art gallery. (laughs) What a great idea in a recession.
2: Hell yeah, let's do it.
1: So I'm like, I'm gonna art, open an art gallery. The year is 2011. We're in the middle of like the worst recession ever, and there's very few things that are harder to sell than art. <laughs> so I go to my mother and I say, Hey, you want to open an art gallery with me? It was like one of those like, you got I got the bronze, you got the brains, but um, it was more like I have the idea and you have the money. <laughs> so she was like, Sure, let's open an art. Gallery together in the middle of a deep recession in a suburb of Atlanta. Why the fuck not? So we went and we went to this area north of Atlanta called Marietta Square. It's really, really old. It was great for walking foot traffic. We wanted some place that was good for foot traffic, and you get a lot of foot traffic in really, really, really old places. And we found a unit that was built, I don't know when, probably probably. Early eighteen hundreds, I would guess, is when this building was built, and it was um, it was horrendous. We had to completely gut it. It had been an antique store, like most places around there, with black ceiling, green walls, and salmon carpet. So,
2: yeah, yeah. ew. Yeah, that sounds yeah, nice. it's awful.
1: <laughs> and it had, but on one side of it was an alley, and then on the other side was connected to another unit that was vacant at the time. And then the back was a parking lot, and there was a that we could park in. It was like a gated lot just for employees and shop owners and things like that. And leading out to the parking lot was a big, heavy, you know, fire grade door that locked from the outside. I mean, like just this heavy, like we had to like get a giant cement block to hold it open. This thing was heavy. That's what we had to go out into the parking lot. So we moved in. We renovated, made it beautiful. Great. And we start hanging art on the walls, and we open, and everything is fabulous. I mean, if you don't count the fact that I was overworked and had a newborn and ended up employing my sister because that's all I could afford and didn't sell anything and was going heavily into debt every second that place was open. It was great. So anyway, (laughs) so we hung the art on the walls, and we started hearing all this like hammering and stuff going on from the unit next to us. And we thought, Oh cool. Like somebody's going to move in and renovate. This went on for like two or three months. We're like, man, how long has it taken them to renovate that space? It's not very big, we're, like banging and hammering. And, um, and we decided we weren't going to hang anything that had glass in it on that wall because we were worried. Cause it would like things on that wall would start to shake the hammering was so bad. And we were afraid that the things with glass would, like, fall off the wall and break. So we hung things that were, you know, like oil paintings or acrylics or things that didn't have glass in the frames; so it was just framed. And then the new people next door moved in. And we went to greet them. We were all excited to see what they did with the space. And it looked exactly the same. Ha ha ha. They hadn't done jack shit. And we were like, hey, we heard all these renovations. And they were like, "No, nope, we just moved right in. We didn't need to do anything. We're just selling Christmas ornaments and fudge. That's what they did. They sold Christmas ornaments and fudge. And they what made a, a shit ton more money model. than we did. So,
0: Are you what? Right. what? What? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> this is why life sucks. So anyway, <laughs> um, so we're like, okay, well, that's weird. So we go back and just doing our thing. And because there were only three of us, my sister, myself, and my mom running the place, and I had a fucking newborn, we would kind of tag team. I'm like, who was there? So I would come in with my baby in the mornings, um, you know, and then my sister would kind of roll in and then my mom would come in later in the afternoons and relieve me and I'd go home and like, take care of the baby and do mom shit. So my one, maybe three or four months in after we'd renovated and opened and everything, I'm sitting there, the baby, and I hear that heavy back metal door that's locked from the outside and it's locked at the time i hear it open and shut and i'm like okay my sister's here wait what we had we had like we had like a back room that this exit came off of and then there was an interior door into the showroom so i'm waiting and i'm like gosh you know it's not that long it's like only maybe a few feet wide it's taken her a long time to get through that room into the interior showroom I'm like, well, maybe she's doing stuff back there. Like it was, it was kind of a weird space. Like I always felt uncomfortable back there, but it was also where we stored everything. We had all our picture frames back there and tools, and my sister kept an odd assortment of mannequins back there just to up the creep factor. Oh, right
2: so on, yeah.
1: It was. <laughs> I said, my fit, my family's fucking weird.
2: So <laughs>
1: I'm like, okay, I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and she never comes in. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe she left, and. I didn't think anything of it. She came in a few hours later. I didn't forgot about it. Next day, the exact same thing happens. I hear that door open. I'm like, oh good, somebody's here. Like I gotta pee, you know. <laughs> and nobody comes in. I'm like, god damn it, what's she doing this time? So I got up and I went back there, and I go in the back, and there's nobody there. And I'm like, holy shit! I only heard that door open once. Like if somebody had come and left, they would have, you know, gone out again. So. I would mean, like, have heard the door open again. So I like, open the door and I look in the parking lot and my sister's car isn't there. And I'm like, what the fuck? <sighs> so then I, so I'm i like, there's only three people that have a key to that door. Myself, my mom, and my sister. So I come back in and I call my sister. And I'm like, dude, she's like, hello, <laughs> <You> up,
2: <yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay, it clearly wasn't you. I call my mom. Nope, it wasn't me. I'm over here buying Christmas frames or something. I don't know. So i'm like okay that was weird well next day i sleep in i let my sister handle things and i come in and she's like you know the weirdest thing happened i heard that back door open and nobody was here so then we tell my mom about it and she's like yeah i've noticed that too and we're like well building is almost 200 years old probably haunted so we just kind of were like yeah just 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 And then the door to the interior started opening on its own. Stop. We'd just be sitting in there and it's just would open and then shut. My sister oh. even called it on one of the security cameras once. <gasps> just open and shut. And, and then, so we had two other rooms to the side. We had a kitchen and an office area. And those doors would open and close. Now, this didn't all happen in the same day. Like, it's just like it escalated the longer we were there. You know, then first it would just be the back door and then be the back door and the interior door and then be the back door, interior door, and the office door. And it just got to the point where we'd just be sitting there watching the doors open. Like, yeah, there's the ghost. Okay. Because yeah, what else are you going to do? we have invested so much money into this thing. And of course, it's fucking haunted. It's in North Atlanta and it's an old building. We weren't really that surprised. If anything, we were just like, okay, that's cool, but we got too much work to do to like really be excited about it. So let's just kind of move on. And yep, yeah, there's the door opening again. What got annoying though, was, you know, that banging I mentioned that started up again on the side of the wall and the picture started shaking in their frames again. And the first time it happened, we were like, okay, well, what the hell? Maybe they're hanging some pictures or something on the other side. But, I mean, it sounded like someone was tearing down walls. I mean, if you've been, like, in a place where it's being renovated, like, hammering and sawing and just crazy noise. And, again, pictures are shaking. It is physically affecting what's in the gallery. And all three of us see this. And my mom would be like, Becky, go next door and see what the hell they're doing and tell them to stop. So I would. And I'd go, and walk next door, and I'd be like, what are you guys doing? And they'd just be like, Nothing. I'm like I'm hearing all this banging, and they're like, "We're just selling fudge," so I was like, "All right, all right, what the hell? Okay." And I'd go back, and banging would continue. And I'd come back, and I'd be like, "Do you guys not hear that?" And they'd be like, "No, crazy lady, has Jesus <laughs> saved you yet?" <laughs> i like, Ugh. "Would you like and this I pamphlet, ma'am?" Back to my- him. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, "All right, all right, all right well, gonna gonna move on here and." So I just told my mom and my sister, I was like, "It's a haunting, it's just like in those shows where there's all that banging and everyone's scared." That's what we got. Let's just continue on not hanging anything with glass. on <laughs> That wall, we don't want it to break. And then we started hearing the footsteps above us, but not on the roof because it was a high. It was like it was a retail space, so it was a really high ceilings, really like 14 foot ceilings, right? But we would hear the footsteps more like nine feet up like a foot above our head
2: yeah Not like ceiling, a second floor like, that used to be there yep sneaky
1: and this started getting really loud and this started getting so annoying again we were like running outside looking on the roof like who is up there we call our landlord who's working on the roof No one's working on the roof. Who's on the roof? We hear people on the roof. Like, this is how visceral it was. It was not us being like, "Ah, I think I heard something. It was like, who the fuck is on the roof? (laughs) Yelling at the landlord. Why didn't you tell us you're doing construction? That kind of shit. No one was on the fucking roof. And guess what? It was loudest in the back where that heavy door was. So I leave, not because of the ghost. That was actually the most exciting part of the job. I leave because I'm poor as shit and I need to get a real job. And so... I start teaching at a local university and my, um, my sister and my mom carry on at the gallery. They keep it open for six years total. And toward the end of the time they were there, um, my sister was actually selling a painting of a ghost of all things. And somebody came in, someone came in to buy it and she brought a friend of hers with her. The guy said that he was a paranormal investigator and my sister's like, Oh, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, in fact, um, I once did an investigation on your unit. And my sister's like, really? Tell me more. And he's like, yeah, have you had anything happen in the back?
2: <laughs> and my sister's
1: like, well, actually. And he's like, yeah, funny. When I was doing my investigation, now he didn't, he didn't reveal how he came to this knowledge, whatever, through his tools or IR camera or whatever. He encountered a little boy who said that he died in a fire in the building in the 20s. But what was interesting was when he saw the boy, the boy's waist was at the floor level, as if he were walking on a floor that was, like, lower. So whatever that building had been before had had a lower floor and a lower ceiling. And my sister said, Oh, that's interesting, because we had this thing happen with the doors constantly opening in the back and my sister me, I used to always say that it reminded me of a child running through the doors, opening and closing the doors. And then the investigator said, Okay, well, that's what I've got. And he disappeared. And we've never been able to find out who he was or anything about him since in fact, the receipt for that painting has somehow been lost, so I don't know. Now that could be spooky, or it could just be because my family's really shitty bookkeepers. <laughs> you can decide how you want. <laughs> the world may never know. Maybe never know. But my sister, a few weeks later, actually crawled under the building.
2: Brave.
1: Well, she had a reason. She decided that she wanted to move her electric eel Sparky into the gallery. A what and
2: sp- <laughs> That's a what? Awesome! Time out. you awesome. an, an
0: electric eel, Sparky.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. His name is Sparky. That's awesome. So, uh, oh, he's oh, an oh.
0: electric eel. Get it? He's an electric love eel. So, his name is Sparky. I uh, and a, li- a literal electric eel. So, like in a tank.
1: Yes, yes. He's got a really big tank. He was just a baby at the time. His tank wasn't as big, but now I think his tank takes up an entire floor. He keeps growing. You know, some people are, like, dog people. Some people are cat people. My sister's an aquatic person. she That's great. Whatever. So she's got to have her electric eel in the gallery. And, my God, that electric eel brought more people into that gallery than any of the art we ever had in there. <laughs> so she, of course, this tank is still really heavy, even though Sparky was still a baby at the time. And, yes, he was completely legally purchased, for anybody who's wondering. <laughs> um, And... So she climbed under the building to look and see where the supports were in the crawl space so she can make sure that the tank is sitting someplace where um, it's not going to collapse through the floor because that would be expensive. And then we'd have to explain to the landlord why the fuck we had an electric eel at the gallery. <laughs> Nobody wants to have that conversation. So she climbs under the building and she finds all these odd old 19th century brick walls in odd places that end a few feet before the floor starts and they're singed on the top.
2: <gasps> Hell yeah. That's that's the best. That's the best right there. <laughs> nope.
1: Yeah. So after that, I really couldn't brush any of that off. I couldn't say, oh, it could have just been the wind. No, it wasn't the fucking wind. It was... It was the ghost of a little boy that died in the twenties in a fire.
2: Yep, 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 yep. That's cool. Ooh. Ooh. So that's
1: um so that happened. And then the next big one really occurred. I mean, there's always been like little things here and there. Like um like we lived in an apartment in Florida and there was always this ghost cat that would rub up against the <gasps> back of my leg. Sweet baby yeah it was kind of sweet i mean it was like it was like to the point where it's like always turning around to pet the cat and there wouldn't be a cat there it wasn't like oh i think i felt something it was like oh my god the cat's there you know there's a difference when you know something's there and then when you're like oh do i feel something no i knew something was there and then there wasn't um and then but, but okay so sorry i'm getting a little all over the place fast forward my son is three my daughter's five and we go up to Asheville, North Carolina to go hiking. And we stay in a, I thought it would be nice if we stayed in a bed and breakfast outside of Asheville. And I got on booking.com and I was like, what's a good place for families? And it was like, ooh, there's this really old historic bed and breakfast. That'd be great. It's great for families. So I called and said, hey, I've got, you know, there's four of us. And they were like, oh, yeah, we have a, we can give you a, like a suite. It's two rooms. I was like, awesome! My husband and I will have a room. The kids will have a room. None of this, like, get to bed. I'm trying to sleep, or like, hush hush, or like, the kids have to go to eight go to bed at eight p.m. And then you and your husband are like drinking bad wine out of Dixie cups under the sink in the bathroom because it's the only way you can have any fun after they go to sleep. Yeah, none of that shit this time around. So, moms out there, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, yay! We get our own room. We get our own room. So we arrive at this bed and breakfast, and. It is old. It is old, old, old. And they put us in the attic.
0: Hell yeah. Oh, you know. Oh, you know you're about to get some spookies.
1: Oh, you know. Yep. We are indeed. So we're staying there for four nights. I think it was a second or third night. The, the, way, my, my, the way that we would get the kids to sleep is, at this time, we would put one to sleep In their bed, and then we would take whichever one was the rowdiest and try and wear them out and get them to fall asleep in our bed. And then once they fell asleep, then we would carry them into the other bed. And they would, but that way, like, because like two kids awake, they're never going to go to sleep. So you have to like isolate them. So (laughs) you know. So I have my daughter. She's she's the older one. She's five. I've got her asleep in the bed in their room in the kids' room, and in the room that my husband and I are staying in in the attic i've got my son and we are in this massive bed that they've got this bed must have been ancient like this bed is so tall it's practically like the the, the the balls on the top of the four posts are practically touching the ceiling and you have to like climb up steps to get into it and also like it's the attic so the ceiling's a little lower And we're up there and I'm like trying to calm my son down. It's like eight o'clock at night. And he's like, a little three-year-old. So excited. He just had a great day hiking a mountain. (laughs) And then he points, he looks at me and he goes, mommy. And then he pointed up at the ceiling and said, other mommy. And then he pointed back to me and he goes, mommy. And then he pointed back up at the ceiling again and said, other mommy with the rope.
2: Oh, (gasps) Jesus. Mary and Joseph. (laughs) <laughs> bro
0: the way i, I would have ran out of that place so fast holy shit <laughs> it was awesome <laughs> so i
1: <laughs> yep 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 so of course i'm like I'm, i'm like trying to like i'm like okay well that's 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 really cute um we're gonna pretend that didn't just happen and i thought about it for a minute i mean he wasn't he didn't seem to be distressed right I have no idea what he saw. Like, if it was something out of the sixth sense, like somebody like with, like, broken neck, like, hanging there, like, uh, with a gray face. Like, that's what I'm envisioning he's probably seeing. But I also, like, didn't see it. And I was glad I didn't see it. I, like, looked. And I'm like, don't see it. Not bothering me. Don't see it. So I get him calmed down. I put him to bed. And then I'm like, should I tell my husband? Should I tell my husband? No, I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to tell him. Because he's going to. Because it's like, at this point, it's late at night and if i tell him he's going to freaked out and we're going to have to like leave and check out and find another hotel in the middle of the night like oh just sleep under the dead lady so we did i told him shortly before we checked out and he was like what
2: <laughs>
1: and i was like <laughs> i like i just I, I just knew it was going to be a huge inconvenience if i told him so i uh you know, we went about our vacation, and every night I kind of, like, looked up. And
2: like, yeah, I still don't see it. I guess it's fine. So, oh, my God. When we
1: were checking out, I went to, like, as I'm turning in the keys. And this is old place. Like, you had actual keys. There was no, like, rapid checkout or anything like that. Like, you had to go to the desk and give them your keys and all that. So, I'm checking out. And the person behind the desk is like, oh, is there, you know, how was your stay, blah, blah, blah. And I said, uh, well tell me something and she's like what and i'm like is this place haunted and she goes why what did you see
2: <laughs> why would you ask me that lady why would you ask
1: <laughs> and and i was like well I, I was like what okay i was like you get yeah, i saw i saw something i'm just gonna tell you that you need to tell me what is going on here and then i'll tell you what i saw and she's like well we have edgar and I was like, Edgar? I don't think what I, was, I don't think it was Edgar, but tell me about Edgar. And she's like, e- sorry, that's my cat. You saw that. Um, she's like, <laughs> one of them. She's like, well, Edgar likes to mess with the lights. And sometimes the lights will just randomly go off. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it actually did happen to us. My son was in, he was in the process of being toilet trained. And so I was in the bathroom with him, like on the little kitty potty that we brought. And like working with them. And the lights just like went out, like all the electricity went out in the bathroom and in our bedroom. And I was of course like, Oh God, I got to call down and tell him to flip the circuit or whatever. And then it just went back on. I was like, okay, old wiring. So she's like, she's like, yeah, that was Edgar. I was like, okay, Edgar Schmedger. I don't give a shit. I'm talking about, I was like, I want to know about the lady that my son saw hanging from the ceiling <laughs> in the bedroom. And I told her what he said he saw, and just all the color drained out of her face. She just kind of stared at me for a minute, and she's like, well, a lot happened in the history of this place that we don't know about. So it had once been owned by Jesse James's brother. You know, that." james and his gang would come through and all sorts of um less than uh <laughs> ideal activities would happen in this place so who the fuck knows well wow. my son saw something
2: yeah well at least he wasn't distressed yeah. that's like the main thing exactly exactly he wasn't so yeah
1: so how how's that for you you want more or is that good <laughs> because i got more <laughs> i need more
0: I, i'm like this i'm, I'm quiet because i'm like i'm i'm so floored right now because i was like man my house being haunted sucks but i would straight up die if a kid that's why i'm like no kids but if a kid was like oh yeah it's a woman hanging from the ceiling i would just nah i'm good
1: right well i mean there is this um there's like where my where i have my office like where we did those seances like in the office in 1813 it's it's more haunted than the area where I had the art gallery. Like, it's just super crazy haunted area. And it's, like, all these cute houses and stuff. Did, did you lose me? No. You just got your mouth out. No, I'm, okay. I'm just in all shock. Right,
2: so. <laughs> no, she's <Okay>. invested.
1: <laughs> so... Um, Okay, so it's it's just really really haunted and but there's all these adorable sorry my cat cat but there's all these adorable houses and everything around there and every time my husband comes and visits me he's like yeah this would be really cute like and everybody's like they, these homes have been redone they're really swank and he's like it'd be really nice to just like have a little house here you know walk everywhere and I'm like nah I know how haunted it is. Yeah, no. People, people who live in this neighborhood text me on Instagram all the time and they're like, oh
2: my God, it's so haunted here. And I'm like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why do you think? I don't live there? <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because they see where I take photos and they're like,
2: you're right by me.
1: Oh my God, the things I've seen. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, mm-hmm. I know there's bodies in your basement. I'm sorry. There really are.
2: Yeah. That's hey. another story. Yeah. What? Yep.
1: <sighs> yeah. Yep." yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's totally like a poltergeist kind of thing going on. Um, a lot of uh, unmarked graves and mass graves and things that just got yeah. houses built on top. <gasps> Super fucking haunted. So, anyway, moving on. <sighs> oh, what's the next good one I was going to talk about? Oh, yeah. So, well, this one happened to me recently. I may have told you about it, Katie. I don't know. Um, I was going to take my daughter to my daughter, my son to their, their music lessons. And I went down to, I heard somebody walk down the stairs and go out into the garage. And I was like, okay, one of the kids is in the car. One of them's in the car. So I went downstairs and went to the garage and I said, are you in the car? And I saw in the back seat, a little hand go like, like wave at me. And I was like, okay, all right. One of them's in the car. And I said, and I, I thought it was my daughter from where it was in the seat. And I said, you forgot your guitar. It's upstairs. And there was silence. And I was like, you forgot your guitar. And then I hear upstairs her voice saying, Mom, I haven't gotten in the car yet. <gasps> cool. Like, well, who the hell is in the car? So I go to the car like, and I, I, um, I walk out and I, um, I like go to open the car door and it's locked with my purse and my keys inside the car. Like this is one of those cars that's designed for that not to happen. And I'm like, okay. And I go around the whole car, like trying the doors and they're all locked. I look in the windows, nobody's in the car. And I'm like pissed, right? I'm like, God damn it. And as I'm going around the car, like trying to open the doors and they're all locked. I look over and I see the interior door from the garage into the house. It opened and closed. On its own, and this is also a door that sticks. It doesn't just—you have to like really get it to open or to close. And of course, I'm and like again, I think it's one of my kids. And I run over. No, they're both upstairs. Like who knows what doing kids stuff, doing everything but getting ready. And. I am just pissed. I'm, like, yelling at my husband, like, unlock my car. And he's like, I'm on the phone. I'm like, unlock my goddamn car. He's like, I'm on a call. I'm in a meeting. I'm like, I don't care. Like, we're just yelling back and forth. And the kids are like, what's going on? I'm like, get down here. Goddamn fucking ghost. And, like, (laughs) I was just pissed. I was so pissed. Like, finally, my husband gets the car unlocked. I get in the car. I drive off, dude. And I come back, and, like, I'm just – I'm, like, yelling at him. I was like, that was really rude. Like, I was trying to get in the car. And you were yelling at me. He's like, you were yelling at me when I was in the meeting. I was like, well, who locked the goddamn car? He's like, "He's like, I didn't lock the car. It was a ghost. And I was like, thank you. And he's like, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> wait. <laughs> and I told him what happened. And he was like, uh-oh.
0: <laughs> wait, wait. So which so, house? Yeah. Which
1: house is this? This is the one I'm in right now.
0: Oh, why is it? I feel like you just have like a really bad luck with
1: houses. Maybe. No well, I don't see it as bad luck. I see uh, it as content. I mean, Oh my see? god. Thank you. Becky oh understands my god. Yeah, Katie. Zoe gets it. Zoe gets it. Yes. Gosh. I run a ghost story podcast. The more I'm haunted, the better the podcast. See. I'm a true artist, right?
2: You gotta suffer for your art sometimes, Katie. I'm so upset you just said I'm a true artist because that's like so true. That's like, oh, you just. See, Katie, you gotta suffer for your art. Where's your fucking Ouija board? Let's go.
0: I was about to say, you're coming up here and we're playing Ouija board in my apartment. Fuck I have me, one. I guess. Let's go. All right, sold. <sighs> I got one too.
1: See? Thank you.
2: <laughs> we can all just yeah. convene. Yeah. Be fun.
1: Yeah, we can. You're not too far from me, Katie. Very true. Where are you at? I'm in Atlanta. I was
0: about to say Georgia. Right? Yeah, that's that a far. far. You're past yes. that's
2: 10, 12 hours. Yeah. So it's like gross. six for me. So like from mm-hmm. here to Caden. Where are you so. Zoe? Uh, Cookville, Tennessee. Oh, you're still in so, Cookville. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm still here. All right. You're
1: both Tennesseans. I love yeah. it. I love it. That's why we connect. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the Tennessee thing, like the, the fucked upness this of is being Tennesseans.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's I'm, awful. From, <laughs> I'm from Connecticut, but it's, I mean, I, I, I mean, you grew up here. Close enough. I grew up in Yes, but I, I needed, I wanted to leave. So really,
1: I was born in New Haven, New Haven, Connecticut. Are you serious? <gasps> mm-hmm. <gasps> That's
2: so cool! I know where that is. <laughs> where
0: were you born, Katie? <laughs> Wallingford.
2: I'm sorry. I don't I even don't know, know where that is. is. Uh, it's old. It's smaller than New Haven.
0: New Haven is obviously the, yeah, the bigger city, yeah. in
2: Connecticut. Mm-hmm. That was
1: where I was born. I lived six months there. Don't remember much about it. I remember a little bit because I have a weird memory. But, um, (laughs) yeah. So, uh, the only final story, I think, speaking of houses. So, it was really important for me not to live in a haunted house, strangely. uh, Because I had little kids and I didn't want them to have to deal with, like, the bullshit that I dealt with with imaginary friends that I did. So, I brought my mom. And my daughter with me when she was three at the time that we bought this house. We went house hunting because I was like, okay, my mom's sensitive and my daughter's young. So between the two of them, they'll know if something's up. And there was one house that I was, like, it was steps from my parents' house. And I was like, okay, this is perfect. Like, the kids can go to grandma and grandpa's after school. I can work. This will be great. Like, we'll we'll just get this house. And we actually, we went there three times to look at it. And one of the times we were there for over an hour and I was like, all right, this is it. We're like going to put an offer in on the house. And as we're leaving, my daughter says, mommy really don't want to get this house. And I was like, why? You know, it's great. It was, it was actually really interesting. It was like very odd architecture and like whoever had decorated, it was really to like Gothic, um, decorations. They're like, like old, like can't like castle, like, chandeliers everywhere and it was all like dark and spooky i should have been a sign right (laughs) um they they actually blacked in all the skylights I i was like this is awesome it's like a cave my daughter is like i don't like the man that stands by the front door he's just inside he's staring at me and he's wearing a hat and he's there every time we go to this house so I was like, all right. So next time my realtor called, she was like, so are you going to get that house? And I was like, you know what? My daughter sees a ghost there. She's like, fair enough. Good reason not to get the house. <laughs> yeah. So when we put the offer in on this house, I went and told my my kids. Yeah, my, my son wasn't even walking yet. He didn't know. But my, my daughter, I was like, hey, this is the house we put the offer in. And I tried to describe it to her. And she's like, oh, Oh, is that the one with the little girl in the basement?
2: What the fuck? <laughs> awesome. That sounds great. That That is almost worse than the man at the front door with the hat. The little girl in the basement. Awesome. So that's the one who was fucking with your car.
1: Awesome. Well, no, that was actually a different house. I later determined it was a different house because I called my realtor and I was like, look, we need to have a serious conversation with the current homeowner and i was like you're going to have to ask her a very uncomfortable question i'm sorry <laughs> but i made my poor realtor call this lady and be like the new the my my clients want to know if your house is haunted
0: <laughs> oh so did you guys end up not getting that house
1: no we did so the the person who owned this house before us she was like really spiritual woo woo like she had shrines and candles everywhere and she's like look i can guarantee this house is not haunted i know this house is not haunted so um we're like okay we'll trust you apparently though
2: apparently i'm
1: the one that's haunted Eh.
2: it is what it is Yep. so you
1: just have ghosts following you i guess but it's never the same one and it's never been bad except for that creepy thing that was in that house in atlanta that i saw in the hallway that felt evil um maybe it's because i thought it was my ex-boyfriend i don't know but um, but like the stuff that I've encountered here, like there has been like just a few little things. Like there's been something that's grabbed my feet. There's been something that's um, grabbed my hand. Pulled the covers off of me at night while I'm sleeping. I saw a little shadow, like by the bed, one's like going and then my husband saw the same thing like two nights later. Uh, it's like so there's like little things here, but it's not. My son has heard somebody knocking on the his, his bedroom door in the middle of the night. So. There's been a few little things, but again, it's just kind of like, it's not scaring any of us. Yeah.
2: It's just little stuff. It's clearly scaring Katie. (laughs) Oh, no. Anything (laughs) scares Katie. It's fine. (laughs) I
0: don't understand how you could be grabbed and you're just like, yeah, no, nothing big. Like, I would come out of my skin if my feet got grabbed. Well,
1: I guess maybe that's why. So the things that I've experienced, aside from what I had as a child, well, I guess I did see that hand in the car, but generally what I experience is I either hear things or I feel things. And I think that's just like that's just what I can handle. That's like me. That's like what it's okay for me to handle. And whatever it is knows that. I think if I like if I saw a ghost coming out well, I don't know, after doing this podcast for a few years, I think if I saw a ghost coming out I'd be able to like,
2: fucking cool man, look at the camera. <gasps> Hell yeah, <But> bro. <laughs>
1: I think like prior <laughs> I think prior to that, I probably would have been like shitting myself. So I think that um yeah, I think I think it's just like whatever it is knows what I can handle. Or I'm completely out of my head, which could be too. Who knows? <laughs> <I don't> know.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Um Hi. you said though, I, I want one more story, but you said that you're well, you, you can't be like, Oh, well the place that I'm working out now is super haunted, more haunted than the art gallery and not tell me something. What a tease. What a tease.
1: Okay. I personally, I don't experience too much there. Um, a lot of other people have. In fact, everyone in the building, like all the offices, it's, it's an office building. Mm-hmm. It's an old house that's been converted into offices. And so everyone there just eventually starts. If they didn't believe in ghosts, they start. They all see something. They all feel something. People knock on my, like people knocked on my door and be like, hey, you got any sage? I need to sage my office right now. i would be like. Yeah, they know I'm going to have it. <laughs> so and it's actually not even mine. My office mate brought it. And she's a lot more down to earth and normal than I am. So <laughs> that's just kind of <laughs> where we're at. So, uh, yeah, I did have. So there are were, there were two really weird experiences that happened there. Um, well, several. So I have a friend who's extremely sensitive. Like she I don't think she realizes how sensitive she is. Like, there's a playground across from my office that's, like, really fucking haunted. Like, um, ghost children play there all the time. And people will see, like, the swing swinging on their own and things like that. So um, she, not knowing any of this, like, she was waiting for me one day. We were meeting at my office. And she she had her daughter with her. And so she took her daughter to the playground. And then she came up to me at, um, afterward. Oh, my watch just drained a battery. That's weird. It's fully charged. Speaking of ghosts. Uh-huh. there's a ghost uh-huh. nearby. Okay, I'll just charge it. Probably. Yeah. Um I mean you can blame anything on the ghost. I love blaming electronic fails on the ghost because it <sighs> makes it look like I it's not my fault. It's awesome. Yeah. So but yeah, anyway, so she's like, she comes um, she comes in, she's like, something's up with that playground. And I was like, Oh, really? I was like, What did you see? What did you feel? She's like, I don't know, it's just like of sadness it was off and i was like oh yeah yeah so so um that's the scene of us the the roswell mill massacre from 1864 (laughs) like she just she just like senses these things so um yeah was a bunch of uh children and women that were marched to their deaths um so it was was pretty tragic so it's part of the reason the place is so haunted um, but my office was one of the mill workers homes Back way back when, and in the it was built in 1813. And I was there one morning. I'm not a morning person, but I had to drop my kids off at school, and then I went in, and it was like seven in the morning. And I was like, and I just I just fell asleep in my chair at my desk. Hey, whatever, it's my office. I rent (laughs) it. I can do whatever the hell I want. (laughs) So I fall asleep in my chair, and I kept getting awakened by all these strange things happening. Like, like these things would wake up, like the first time I woke up suddenly, and somebody dressed like she was right out of an like eighties after school special, and like purple spandex and like a pink sweatshirt and like a you know sweatband around her head and leg warmers and all that shit. she comes running through like she opened the exterior door to the office, she comes running in, she looks at me, and she's like, "Hey, I can't talk. I'm late to my audition." and then she ran through the interior door out and i was like and i'm like at this point i'm awake and i'm like dude like this i'm just trying to take a nap here like <laughs> desk so i fall back asleep and i woke up again because there was a man standing behind me and like in a hat and that was kind of creepy and I was just, this guy's, like, followed me around a little bit before, so I was like, go away, I'm too tired, and I put my head back down on my desk, and then, um, while I'm sleeping, so I had, I I lucid dream all the time, so I'm asleep, I start having this dream that, um, like, I was in my office chair, everything was exactly as it was, I was sitting on this odd blanket that was, like, under me, and... I looked down and I was wearing 19th century black taffeta morning dress, like M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, morning dress. Like, and and I couldn't speak. Like, I couldn't speak at all. And there were these two other women around me and they were like yelling at me, like, we got to get up. You got to put on a good face. Come on, let's go. And they were angry and I couldn't speak. And they were also dressed in this morning, like 19th century black black taffeta, like, you know, with the ruffled, like, neck up and, like, the hair up in the buns and stuff. And um, the woman was like, come on, come on. And then she grabbed the blanket that I was sitting on and whipped it up. And the motion of that, like, hitting my side woke me up. And I woke up and I could still feel that, like, burning on my side where the blanket had um, been wished away from me. So I was like, that was an odd dream." And I went about my day. I didn't tell anyone about it. I wrote it down, though. I did write it down. I keep a dream journal, so I wrote it down in my dream journal, which I just happen to bring with me because I'm always falling asleep in odd places. So I figured I might as well just have that on me. <laughs> I man, I'm, I'm man. Yeah, it's amazing. I haven't gotten like arrested some the places <laughs> I've slept. But, so, like, as so I'm like. I write it down and then I go about my day, work week, whatever. And then uh, a few weeks later, we have this thing in my office where we will, um, we have some extra desks in there. And then if there's other people who just work from home and need a place to get away for the day or their kids are home or whatever, we will rent them a desk for a certain fee and they can come in and they can work there in peace. And we've got an old stereo and record player and coffee and all that. So it's very pleasant. Anybody who lives in Roswell, you're welcome to use the space. Just DM me. <laughs> so we, <laughs> so the same friend that's very sensitive that felt something in the cemetery, she's like, hey, I got my in-laws in town. I need a place to work. Can I come work in your office for three days? I was like, sure, come on in. So first day she comes in and she's like, I felt something really weird behind me. And I was like, oh, is it by that fireplace? And she's like, yeah, there's something over there. I'm like, yeah, I knew that before I rented it. In fact, when I first toured the unit, I was like, ooh, like you just felt it. But I wasn't going to tell any of the ladies I was renting with because I didn't want them to back out. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, is it haunted? I was like, nah, nah it's haunted. Nah, it's fine. They knew. Uh, but she felt it. She's like, something's there. But she was also very busy with work. And so she went home that night oh kitty cat
0: yeah sorry he's bothering and she had me. this
1: <laughs> she went home that night she had this really really messed up dream where she was in this she's like she's like it was this weird contraption it was like this weird chair that was holding me in or holding in a person and this person for some reason couldn't speak and this person was giving birth And my friend was acting as midwife and she said there were these two other women there and they were just mean and nasty. And she said there was also this like really weird blanket that they gave her to wrap the baby in, but the baby was born dead. And she kept describing this dream. She's like, this is, she's like, it was so weird. She's like, well, let me back up a little bit. She saw the lady in her dream, the one giving birth. She saw her in the mirror behind her while she was brushing her teeth that evening before she went to bed. And then she dreamt about her. And then when she woke up, well, well, no, it was also kind of like a lucid dream for her. Like she was in the dream and in the office, this was all taking place with the birthing and all that. And she tried to help the lady. She's like, do you want to leave? And so she walked the lady out. This is all in her dream. Walked the lady out the front door of my office and the lady jumped off the porch like she was trying to kill herself. So she came in the next day and told me this. And I was like, that's weird. Let me tell you about my dream. (laughs) And, um, and we were like, that is, that's just so weird. So I decided to do a tarot card pool. And I was like, okay, I'm going to ask you three questions. And at the time, I thought I was actually talking to the man that I had seen. So I said, I I I pulled a card and I said, um, I just said, what did I say? I think I said, yeah, I was like, why are you here? That was the card. I said, why are you here? And the card I pulled was death. And then I said, okay, who, I said, who are you and how old are you? Because I was like, death, that's odd. And I pulled a card. I don't remember which card it was, but in my deck, it represents a young mother. So yeah. <laughs> so then the next day after this, she, so my friend goes back to work at her home and then she sent me a picture And she's like, I found the thing that was in my dream. It's a real thing. She'd never seen this before in her life. But apparently there's this contraption called a birthing chair. It's this really weird wooden chair and it has a hole in the bottom, like an old fashioned toilet or something. But it like confines the woman in place so that she can like have the baby through this hole. And like neither of us had ever seen or heard of this thing before, but it was to the exact detail in her dream.
0: So you guys really weren't dreaming, uh, I don't think so. Ah, uh, that's so sad. That's, that's so sad. Yeah, that's pretty horror that you two like dreamt that and like you were you were you were in that woman's position at one point. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, uh
1: huh. Like I couldn't speak. It was really weird, like just this inability to talk.
2: That's so sad, Ooh. because she, she had a stillborn child, and that's why she was in the Black Taffeta, because she was mourning. That's so sad. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we tried to talk to her later through um some, you know, through some sensitives, and they determined that, um, we actually had the Haunted Housewives podcast ladies come and do a seance with us, and they determined that um, she was, she, she had the baby out of wedlock, the uh, the father i guess was away at war they never gotten married baby was stillborn um i i think she had killed herself that was the impression we got oh. and or maybe she died i don't think she died in the birth i think she killed herself afterward because that's what my friends saw but um she could not move on because she had so much guilt she felt like she had done something wrong and she was afraid of what was going to wait for her on the other side so oh that's so sad all right, so, yeah, that's, um, oh. Okay. Is that good for a nice spooky night I for think, you guys? I think that <laughs> was uh,
0: a pretty, yeah, pretty great closer. Um Wow, you you had a lot more. You have more. I know you have more than what you even told me, so, but uh, that's. Probably. Yeah, because we didn't even do the archaeologist story, but that's, I can just go on. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah, yeah. When I found that body, that was pretty cool. I <laughs> found
0: that body. I'll plug that's that in. Where's opener. that episode at?
1: <laughs> oh my god it's episode it's episode 60 the thousand year old ghost oh yeah okay. so yeah cool then yeah. you can check that out there i don't know I, i'm not sure if like you know, the audience can decide if that was really a haunting or just me actually being good at archaeology but i'm not good at archaeology so i think it was a haunting
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're so good you disturbed
1: disturbed the ghosts and it haunted you i, we'll I still
0: have it i it's on my list i gotta go listen to it
1: but uh cool cool and I saw you guys just covered the Rotherwood Mansion. Yeah, which is my neck of the woods. It is Kingsport, Tennessee. Oh, I can't tell you how many times I tried to sneak out and like go look for Rowena at that place, and because I had a friend who lived across this, like across the river from the house, and she'd always be like, Becky, let's sneak out in the middle of the night. We're gonna like sneak out. We're gonna find Rowena. We're gonna like hang out on the banks of the river and look for Rowena." And her parents caught wind of this, and they were like, "You know how Rowena's fiance died? Yeah, that river's really unpredictable. You're gonna die the same way if you try to go do that." So we're like, oh, "We're not gonna go find Rowena."
2: It's hmm. probably smart not to not to go in there.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: maybe. But um, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's private property. The person who owns it is like,
1: "My place is not haunted. Stop talking about it." Yeah,
2: yeah, that's what I gathered from online. And I have my, uh, my sister-in-law lives mm-hmm. over that direction. And uh, that was her consensus oh, yeah? as well when I mentioned it. And she was like, no, oh, nah, yeah. I don't think it's haunted. I was like, maybe. maybe. Your sister-in-law or the owner? My sister-in-law. I was like, I don't, I oh, don't know okay. if it's haunted. Where does, where does she live? She lives over... Oh, uh, it's so haunted. Elizabethton Way, which is like small. Okay. Um, yep. You know where that is? Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All them little towns, I know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Gray and Elizabethton and Bluff and Blunt City and yeah, Bluff, Bluff and all those places, yeah. Um, my, um, I have a friend, I, I haven't listened to the episode yet, um, did you guys cover Joshua Phipps in that, the, the, the guy that turned into the Hellhound? Yes. Yes.
2: Yes, we did. Yes.
1: Yes, okay. So, I... We we had actually talked about it on our show at one point, and a friend of mine from that town messaged me after that aired, and she said, "I never, I'd never heard the story of him. Um, She had never heard of it before." She said, "However, I have a friend that has to drive by that mansion every night on her way home from work late at night, and there have been several times that she has claimed she's seen a really large black dog with red eyes. Hell yeah, fuck up, sitting." on the land hell yeah. fucking yeah she has and and my friend is like i'd never heard that story before we had no idea what that was connected to she just keeps talking about this dog and i'm like well now you know it's a <laughs> and his name is vips <laughs> yep
2: that's that's amazing and oh my god
1: it's haunted ah! tell your sister-in-law it's haunted oh
2: for sure yeah yeah i'm gonna call her later and be like guess what <laughs> guess what Guess yeah, to, to what? Tell um, she- to
1: drive by late at night and look for the dog. Yeah, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: yeah, actually. No, my, my sister-in-law, actually, she bought a house um, couple several years ago. She sold the house since, but it literally was 10 feet away from a graveyard. Uh, and she didn't think that that was a bad idea at all. Um, yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm, yep. Yep. She ended up m- leaving that house I a mean, uh, pretty, pretty couple of years after they bought it. Because, uh, no. Nope. Not a good time for her. Did she have kids? Uh, She actually had a daughter, uh, and that is what was the deciding factor in moving out of that house, because she had been uh, tripped down the stairs at least once, so she was like, you know, we have a newborn, we're not doing that. So, yeah, she broke her wrist tripping down the stairs. So, not a- Your sister-in-law or her- Mm hmm sister Sister-in-law, yeah. So, once they had a kid, she was like, "Ah, nope, we're not risking this shit. Nope. And moved.
1: Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Did she believe it was the ghost? Or did she... She did. After say, oh, After that, she was like,
2: uh, I don't think it's just that I'm clumsy. Because other stuff had happened. And she was like, yeah, I don't think it's just me imagining things or being clumsy. So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think.
2: Well, did y'all ever hit...
1: Um, I don't know. The, the bullshit I was fed as a kid was that cemeteries weren't haunted because everyone was at peace. Yep. Me too. That's such bullshit. Yeah. That's so not true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah (laughs) okay
0: yes uh my mind's blown again so i'm just sitting here like like i've got like smoke coming out of my ears like i can't believe this is happening right now i did
1: my job yes you did oh my gosh okay so if anybody listening shat or peed themselves i am so happy (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) um
0: if I, I will let you know if someone slides into my DMs and and, and says if uh, this episode scared the shit out of them because I'm pretty, oh, freaked out by some of the shit that you said and I don't want to haunt my apartment. Yay. thanks. I'm good. You sure? Oh,
2: but free content. So much
1: fun, Katie.
2: Zoe, Zoe, why can't we haunt your apartment? I mean, we can, but like, I already hear a lot of shit anyway, like random well, you, knocking and stuff. So you aren't telling us what the oh, hell? I mean. So, okay, when we first when we first moved into this place, we would have a lot of knocking on the front door in the middle of the night, like, 2, 3 in the morning. That was pretty consistent. You'd open the door and nobody was there. That has, like, every now and then it'll kick up, but it's not, like, often. That just sometimes happens now. Um, right after we got married, there was, like, scratching on the inside of the walls. I don't think I ever told you that, Katie, but that was a thing that happened. Um... There also was a lot of construction behind my house at the time, so it could have been rats. I don't know. Um, we haven't heard that in eight years, so it's been a while. Oh, that's good. Um A lot of times we'll think there's a knock on the door or a knock on the inside of the house somewhere, and we're just like, "That was weird. Must have been the cat." <laughs> so <laughs> that happens. Uh, yeah, there's some stuff, but I don't give it any credence. I just tell it to fuck off or pay rent, and then it leaves me alone.
0: Well, that's why. You can't tell it. You need to ramp it up. You got to play with that Ouija board a little bit. Okay.
2: Come on. Let's go. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. I don't know.
1: You guys ever use a Ouija board in either of your homes, please, please broadcast it live so I can watch. Oh, for sure.
0: I will. hundred percent. We will.
1: We'll make it a deal.
0: We're we're thinking about doing something for Halloween and I think a Ouija board or a haunted place is coming into play. I'm not sure. We're not sure Maybe both. We'll see. Ugh. There's a bunch of haunted places around here. <laughs> Play Ouija board at haunted place? Okay. Sure.
1: Yeah, I'm... Uh, so, there, there's this haunted cemetery by my office. It's haunted as fuck. You know, like, all those bodies that are buried... Yeah, this is, like, where they actually are marked graves, and... Um, I, I'm i just... I would... I, I'm too chick- chicken shit to take a Ouija board in there. Like, I've gone in there by myself at night, and um there's some shit in there that doesn't like me i could just feel it so i'm sure taking a ouija board in there would be bad news i was just gonna say maybe that's why all this shit keeps happening in my house maybe i'm like bringing it home because
2: <laughs> i keep doing this shit probably you that's talk possible. about it <laughs> there- anyway what are you saying zoe i'm there's- sorry oh no you're fine there is a a very old like 1800s cemetery Uh, between here and another small like very small town um, on like a back road in the middle of the woods like you literally drive up the road the cemetery is on your left behind a thicket that like a lot of the headstones have pentagrams and all sorts of other stuff and they're like straight up the like over the top of the ground um, two stones are put together and then there's a headstone and a footstone at the bottom Um, like very very old graves um, and I wonder if we could contact the owner and see if they would let us go in there. Because it it's private property, but I think that'd be is, fun. Is that the Kinda place cool. where you stole the headstone? We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I've never done something illegal in my life. <laughs> never. <laughs> the knocking is Zoe. I took it back. I took it back. Nothing bad mm-hmm. happened, but it was uh, that was really shitty. Yeah. And then we took it back. So you were a minor yes I'm i was sure. <laughs> there you go <laughs> did something stupid and two days later i was like that's kind of fucked up i should probably take that back so we did we're not responsible for anything we do under 18 yeah yeah see hormones they're fucked up it's a mess
1: yeah exactly but yeah it's in that offspring song it's all good
2: exactly see thank you uh-huh. you get my references <sighs> this is great <laughs> <laughs> do. katie doesn't get shit she's just like okay yeah uh-huh. I- i'm so fucking lost <laughs> <makes sound> oh it's good shit you
1: No, know? it's good shit
2: <laughs> you under 18 won't be doing any time, I may, hey come out and play <gasps> <laughs> have you really never heard that song Katie by
0: The Offspring yeah nah no, I've heard some of the other songs though but I know who you talk about
1: that hurts my but feelings well they all sound the same but
0: yeah I that that's true I good times that guy has a unique voice that one,
1: that's that one that has that riff in the harmonic minor scale anyway
0: <laughs> i'm sure it does i'll have to go listen to it okay um let's let's wrap this up because it's uh hour and 34 minutes and it's late and everyone's gotta go bitty by time and when i say everybody yes. i mean
2: me all um, right grandma shut up okay so um <laughs> she's not that old she doesn't have the offspring i mean that's true she i Whatever. think she's the youngest one here and she's just i gotta go to bed
0: i gotta go to bed um fight <laughs> me um I'm sick of this. this is, we're done. We're <laughs> done here. Okay. So if you want to check us out more, be sure to head on over to, uh, hauntherabarrellknowher.com. Uh, you could submit, uh, some stories or requests to us to do cover stories. We're also on, uh, social media, Instagram and Twitter at H H I B K H podcast. Thanks. And also you can hit us up on Patreon if you want to support us and keep funding us. Cause it also costs money for us to do these interviews. Um, but it, it's so, so gracious of our, uh, guests to you know entertain us so uh becky where where can we listen to your podcast at which platforms
1: well we're on um everywhere you can listen to haunt Hear her i barely know her you can find homespun Haunts. you can visit our website at homespunhaints.com where we have all of our episodes as well as our blog and our most haunted directory and also you can follow us on the socials twitter instagram pinterest facebook and now tiktok at Homespun Haints. And we also have a YouTube, youtube.com slash homespun Yes, Katie, I see your look. We are on TikTok.
0: No, that's not we are that's not the one. It was oh. uh, Pinterest.
1: We're on Pinterest.
0: <laughs> that's the one. I don't care. All the other ones make sense. I was Why like, the Pinterest?
1: <laughs> I well, so I, I like I don't do shit with Twitter. I hate Twitter. It so sucks. I would I mean it's great. Yeah. We, yeah, it's it's I just I just don't know how to use it. That's all. I don't Um either. but uh but but I, 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 do, I do the Pinterest mm-hmm. and sometimes I remember to post things oh,
2: that's so adorable No, oh, I love it, that's great Yes.
1: go figure out how to put up spooky recipes and stuff
2: I love that, <laughs> that's precious oh my gosh, you're doing the lord's work <laughs> I don't know <laughs> the lord has left this house
0: no, we're summoning demons in the bathtub. All right. So, um,
2: yeah. yeah. I- uh, Satan shower bacon. is what we call that.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. No. All right. We got to go to bed. All right. Uh, until next time, haunt her.
2: I barely know her. Or any of those spooky demon things. In the shower. This Satan's shower. <laughs>